Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Harvey Levin here. Charlie Neff here. Courtney here. Derek here. We have a lot to talk about today. Uh, it is um, stunning to me about Joe Rogan's apology. Yeah. Um, I did not think it would come down in that form. But before we get to it, congratulations, Rihanna. Oh, I my know, gosh. This is so Biggest exciting. Story oh, excuse me. And ASAP Rocky. Yeah, yeah. I know. She's expecting. They're she, pregnant. She is pregnant. It's it's so crazy because fans have, like, suspected this for months since, like, well, way when back she in got September. The, no, back in uh, November when she was at Barbados and everyone thought she was pregnant when she was wearing that gold dress. She actually was pregnant. Well, when she everyone became— Everyone was just like, oh, did she gain weight? Like, they're saying she was pregnant. She was actually pregnant then. Yeah, and but then still in December— good, st- still a good move not to say it until yeah. you know it. <laughs> well, if you go back— <laughs> Always good to err on the side of caution. But at least, things. like, we have solidation, like, knowing that we actually did it. If you yeah. go back and look at all the comments where people took it as, like, her, you know, denying the pregnancy rumors, she never really said, I'm not pregnant. She just said things like, oh, you guys are always trying to, you know, get me pregnant every month. Like, yeah. you know, she kind of, like, danced around it. And now, like, with new fresh eyes going back, it's like, yeah, she never denied it, really. But, like, it's exciting, but also sad, because now we're never going to get new music. She's not putting out music anytime soon. Well, Wait, why? Because she's pregnant. That. She's about to have a baby. Baby's Cardi B had a oh, lot of Oh, you build a studio singers. in your house and you start working on music. Trust me, she's going to need know. hobbies oh, while she's dealing with this. <laughs> yeah. oh, she's, got the, she's got the dough to build a studio. I, I think she may have enough oh to like, sort of put something in so her we home. Should, we should say that help. The, the reason we know is she was in Harlem yesterday with ASAP Rocky mm-hmm. and her coat was open and her belly was showing and it's very clear she's pregnant. Yeah. So, she was like full, you know, leaning into it, huge belly, like has to be what, second or third trimester? Like, I would huge. say five to six months. Yeah. Th- yeah. Thank, thank you. As a matter of fact, thank you, doctor. <laughs> which leads us <laughs> Dr. to Dr. Neff and Doucette. Which leads us to Joe Rogan. Yes. So um, I did not, again, I, I, I'm really kind of stunned by this, but I think it's really interesting. Joe Rogan um, has taken a lot of heat over the last week or so. And, you know, Neil Young has left Spotify. Joni Mitchell threatened to leave Spotify. Um, And, you know, the floodgates seem to start opening some. Mm -hmm. So yesterday he goes on social media and he says, look, he said a couple of things. He, He said, I am sorry that Spotify had to deal with this. They now have this warning when there are unconventional views about covid um, again, some call it misinformation. He kind of does and kind of doesn't, but says that when I have a guest on like that, um, I will have this disclaimer at the beginning saying, see your physician. And this Which is, is weird not that already wasn't in place. Honestly, because every single platform has that now when it has something to do with COVID. It says, like, disclaimer, like, this is a COVID thing. Like, you should also, like, research. I'm not sure if this is just an adjustment to one or whether they had one before. Honestly, I don't know. But he went on. And to me, this is more important. He said he made a mistake. And he said he's had a couple of doctors on um, who have talked about things that are arguable. Well, I mean, 
every scientist says it's just flat out misinformation. Um, and and Joe said, look, what I should have done and will do is every time I have a guest on like that, and we should get back to that point, um, I will then have immediately following another guest who is in the mainstream talking about what the conventional wisdom and science is. What's interesting about that is he's not backing off having unconventional guests on and you know sounds like he's trying to make it more balanced uh, yeah, yeah i mean look he said he and he defends himself a little bit i mean he does he does fall on the sword and say i've had these uh controversial guests and i'm behind I, and i do support the disclaimer but what he says is i've had sanjay gupta on you never hear reports about me talking to sanjay gupta and that's a person on the mm -hmm. other side right now I, I think what people are saying is when he had gupta on you feel him pressing him a little bit more and he seems more receptive maybe to the less the more controversial opinions and the less mainstream opinions and it sounds like he'll endeavor to change that maybe well, you'll hear a new joe rogan who's sort of openly asking questions or pressing on everyone I, i'm not sure and it will be less friendly audience we'll have to see what this means going forward but he says i'm going to keep doing this i like having conversations i never expected to have this responsibility of dealing with such a large audience and it sounds like he's maturing into it here's a little bit of what he said i'm just a person who sits down and talks to people and has conversations with them do I get things wrong? Absolutely, I get things wrong, but I try to correct them. Whenever I get something wrong, I try to correct it because I'm interested in telling the truth. I'm interested in finding out what the truth is. And I'm interested in having interesting conversations with people that have differing opinions. Um, I'm not interested in only talking to people that uh, have one perspective. That's one of the reasons why I had Sanjay Gupta on, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, who I respect very much, and I really enjoyed our conversation together. He has a different opinion than those men do. So, look, I mean, he, he's clearly saying he is going to have other people on with unconventional views. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, 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 is, it is really interesting because, you know, he's saying what was considered misinformation and things you shouldn't say early on in the pandemic is now more conventional. And, and not everything, but he's saying some of it. He was talking about cloth masks. He was talking about- Whether you get reinfected. And whether you get reinfected, right. where the where the virus initially came from, whether it came in a lab. There were certain things- It all makes the science look shaky. That's why I think, you know, he has such a large audience because a lot of people have been questioning the quote unquote, you know, science that- is untouchable. If you go back to the very beginning, it all like uh, originally told two weeks we're only going to be, you know, in quarantine and everything has been like everything has been changing. And maybe don't that wear is masks what, was a big yeah. one that they that they that they point to. And yeah, then that change and it should be fluid. I, you know, the I, science I, changes over time. Well, absolutely. And here you have this disease. I mean, they <laughs> they call it novel for a reason, I think, um, because they didn't know where it would lead. And so, you know, people at the beginning of this pandemic in March of 2020, I think it's unfair to say scientists had it nailed. They were using their best evidence on how to proceed, and that changes over time. So I think it's really unfair to say, oh, you know, these scientists were wrong at the beginning. They were using the best information they had, and things evolved with but, the but new disease. But isn't even now things are changing? Like the CDC right. said, like, oh, five days, you only need. Well, but if you're a healthcare worker, yeah. three days of no symptoms. Like, oh, it's well, science like, isn't perfect. It's it follows all a winding path. Uh, look, shouldn't we applaud this though? I have a question for all of you guys. What Joe is saying is, I want to have a balanced show, like you said. That's mm -hmm. the that's the message he's saying. I'm not going to back away from the controversial people, but I'm going to include more of the mainstream people. I agree. With isn't you. this good? I mean, oh, we, yeah, have, we have too many people in their silos. You have the you know people who listen to nothing but conservative. Uh, thinkers and people who listen to nothing but liberal and he's saying i'll just 
mash them all yeah. together. But I love yeah. this. This is so good for Neil Young. I think you Neil even, Young. Derek was even <laughs> making fun of Neil Young, saying that Spotify would never do nothing. Joe Rogan is like the king of like Spotify. Neil Young is the one who started this, and he got Joe Rogan to step down and like apologize and like change like his platform. He lit a fire. Yes. No one thought that anything would happen from Neil Young saying, "I it's, want my music." Off he of said Spotify. he loved Neil Young and Joni Mitchell too. You uh, could tell yeah. there was a little bit of hurt, hurt that this yeah. is about him well, for two artists he said, I, used, "I was a bodyguard once at one of his like concerts," and he was like, "I'm a huge Neil Young fan." And then so, Meghan Markle and Harry, Prince Harry, said something too. Yes, right? Like, Neil Young started this and got Joe Rogan to be like, "Whoops, like I guess I might have to like change a little bit." Good I think Neil he's Young. realizing how much mis- responsibility he has. I mean, who would have well, thought that's weird a year that he ago, didn't think that already though, like seeing his numbers. Like he got paid what, $300 million for Spotify? Crazy. You know, he he actually think- just wanted a podcast and, and, with his friends. Well, yeah, and, but, but, but that's that's what was so interesting that I, and I look, I mean, I I think I think what Rogan did is is responsible. I, I, I really do. And I also think, you know, he listened. And I think this is a credit to him that, you know, rather than just digging his heels and he really listened. Yeah. Which yeah, most you people could, would do. They you would could easily be firm and like not like Yeah, I think what he did. Grow. The other thing that just really struck me was, and I believe this too, he said, look, like you just said, Derek, I, I started this podcast and I thought I was going to talk to my friends, and I, I mean, Why all of a sudden, talking he's talking like that. I, no, he doesn't. <laughs> because that's that's, that's just Joe cut, Rogan. That's no, right. kind of the way it was like. And then all of a sudden, I've got these millions of people listening to me. I'm influencing them. I wasn't ready for this. Yeah, and I get that. I do too. He's growing into the responsibility. It's huge. I don't think he expected to have success on this scale, guys. He made a no, lot of his podcast to succeed, so but either. it's a lot, and he's managing it. Okay, I want to get into a. Uh, we have got a lot to talk about here. Tom Brady. Oh, this, oh gosh. This retirement thing with ESPN, I think, is really interesting. So ESPN comes out on Saturday and says our sources tell us Tom Brady is retiring. Um, in fact, they even made it just declarative and they said Tom Brady is retiring. Yeah. And coming from ESPN, you wouldn't question it. You assume they have like really good Brady sources. So all of a sudden, um, Brady's agent comes out and says no final decision has been made. And his dad comes out and says it's not true. The team. And yeah. the team says we've never been notified. So the so everybody's wondering, was the ESPN report right or wrong? There's something that, I mean, ESPN knows its stuff. Yeah. yeah. Now, that doesn't mean they can't be wrong. But one of the things that 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 I flagged when I was listening to all of this is that Tom Brady apparently gets a bonus on February 4th, assuming he hasn't yet retired. <laughs> so I think it's possible that somebody jumped the gun. Well, that somebody said something and that it may well be true but they don't want to put it out there until after the bonus comes in. Which, wow. by the way, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. At all. No. Get your there's money. Nothing, there's yeah. nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing. Yeah. He's got something yeah. in his contract. No, there's nothing wrong with it. Not yeah. at all. But, but, you know, I'm trying to think. Was ESPN right? Was ESPN wrong? I think that and I keep thinking about this bonus thing, and I think maybe they were right. I think they but, were right. And also, he yeah. didn't get to tell, like, the team first, so he wants to do that. But he definitely wants the bonus. But also, Tom Brady hasn't come out and said anything himself. Right. Which right. makes me even think more... Leads it's, credence to the bonus theory, yes. right? Like on February 4th, will he clear this up? Because having this swirling around with his father on the opposite side of the issue yeah. is but strange But he's probably right not now. telling his dad every little thing. 
Well, no, his dad is probably the yeah. one who has to say, no, he's not retiring so he can get the bonus. And like, because oh, Tom Brady wow. can't yeah. out and say anything. But does so it come down to a few side. bucks? Is it worth it to Tom Brady well, to not clear, clear this up? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what the bonus is. I don't is. know. You're a cheap man. Wouldn't you get to take <laughs> a bonus at any time? I leave money on the table. There's, yeah. nothing, there's, there's nothing, nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. I feel like every person would do it. Now, again, we don't know. I mean, look, it's possible ESPN was just simply wrong. You know, and the other thing is, Tom Brady may say, screw that, then I'm just going to play again. I mean, right. I have no idea. I yeah. mean, he's not going to the Super Bowl, so this is a good time to just, like, dip out. Yeah. No, well, don't you want to go back? You want to end on top. Well, so he are, is on top, Courtney. He's not, though. Patrick Mahomes. Well, well no, not no, Mahomes oh, anymore, either. So it's exciting. a new era. This, the games last the night were amazing. Incredible. The torch has been handed to Joe Burrow. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. My gut no, is, Bengals. my gut is that he's retiring. Yeah, a thousand and percent. That, and and that ESPN got it right, but the timing here was off for top. That's my yeah. gut. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back and their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless from researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience. Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Let's move on. Um, this is concerning. So we, well, actually, you know what? Before we do Fair Abram, let's let's talk Nick Cannon for a second. Oh, okay. Because I, I was really surprised at this. A lot of emotions uh, through yeah. all these topics. I know. Uh, you know, so I get You were surprised about Nick Cannon having I, other I, kids? I, I get a call from one of the agencies on Saturday saying- <laughs> Photo agencies. A photo agency saying, we have these pictures of Nick Cannon um, at a baby reveal party with Johnny Menzel's ex, Bree. Bree TC. And that, I didn't even know they were together. And, I didn't either. I did, and I, that's what I said. I like, said, I don't, I didn't know they were together. And they're saying, no, no, you need to look at these pictures. <laughs> I mean, they're clearly hosting this thing. And sure enough, when you look at these pictures, he's holding her belly. He's I holding mean, her yeah. belly, he's kissing her. They are together, and that was their baby reveal. I mean, but, congratulations. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Is this his ninth kid, seventh kid? Do we know? He recently <laughs> had a child who passed away. This yes. will be right. his eighth, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, you know, he's actually talked about this before, about, you know, he has a, a view that's not necessarily the view shared by a lot of people. But, you know, he thinks, he doesn't think that, 
parenthood should be between necessarily one man and one woman. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but, no, no, it's not his belief, and he said as much his to his credit. Yeah. He, he talks and about he it. And he says he's up front with the women who yeah. he talks to. He says, I don't have any ownership over these women. They have no ownership over me. Uh, apparently, it goes mm-hmm. both ways, and, and that's his belief. I think it's fair if you want to conduct your oh, life this way as fair. long as both parties are making informed decisions. Absolutely. But I just found it kind of interesting that... Um, you know, surprise, I, I, we're together. Well, we're yeah. so surprise, weird. we're together. We're expecting. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and boy, by the way. Yeah. Oh, so cute. Okay. So uh, na- cute. <laughs> now we're gonna move on to Farah Abraham because this is kind of alarming. Uh, so we broke this story a week or so ago, where she was arrested outside of a Hollywood club, allegedly slapped a security guard inside. Uh, they took her out waiting for the police, made a citizen's arrest. She ended up in the dirt face down. Which there were video, there was video of, so mm-hmm. you got to see it firsthand, like how she was manhandled. It was pretty brutal. It was pretty brutal. And so we got this video of her over the weekend, and she is moving out of California, out of Los Angeles, and she says she's been thinking about suicide. I lost dysfunction in my upper right side of my body, so. You did? Yeah, by... I was recently kind of actually attacked and illegally cuffed to some guy. I saw. And I'm trying to stay positive about it because I was really suicidal this week. But I'm. it's just sad, like, losing function. I'm going to cry. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Well, she uh, she went on and on about this. I mean, it was just, you know, sort of like sandwiched in the middle. And I was thinking of suicide this week. That is really alarming. And, you know, and it's... When I heard this, I started to think, boy, you know, things have changed so much that when people use that word now, it's something to really think about seriously. It always was, but I don't know that people did, but because of COVID and how many people have actually seriously thought of suicide. I mean, I keep going back to Jamie Raskin's book that I read where he was talking about one in four young adults have, or young people have considered suicide in the last... 30 days. Which well, look how many stories just... we've done recently of people taking their own lives. Yeah, the like Miss USA so... girl. Miss yeah, USA. Regina King's like son. Also, like there was yeah. another, like there's been so many recently. It's terrible. It's also a good reminder. I mean, look, Farrah Abraham has been in the in the public spotlight for a long time. She's someone who, you know, we've made jokes about in the past and things like that, but this is a human and mm-hmm. she's, she's clearly hurting in some way. Regardless of what you think about Farrah Abraham and her sincerity, she's leaving. Yeah, uh, right. She says, I've lived in multiple places and this has only happened in LA. And she's crying. I mean, it's difficult to do. She's not an actress. And, yeah. and there's something sincere going on that you have to take a step back and remember, these are humans going through this, even though we see these videos, they can be humorous in, in certain respects. This is serious, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I this wasn't humorous, not me. at all. And yeah. she has a daughter too, which she's a single parent and has to be strong for her daughter. So I imagine, like, you know, in addition to that, just seeing having the public see you face down in the dirt with your hands in handcuffs, like that's got to be so humiliating. And I can't imagine all the hate that she got. And in she relation. also and she also says she was hurt badly. I mean, mm-hmm. she says yep. that. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's really sad. Okay, we are gonna. We are going to bring this in for a landing with my favorite. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's okay. Monday, everyone. It's be a Bill Maher. <laughs> so, Bill Maher uh, wrap up. Survey says <laughs> he, he he did not disappoint on uh, Friday night. He did not disappoint at all. You? Uh, oh, he's great. He's great. <laughs> this is a good one. He's really good. So you know, look, Bill Maher has been railing on the Democrats lately. Um, and his I, people. His people. 
And a lot of people think, oh, he's turned, he's a Republican now, he's a right winger. I think they got it wrong. I think what Bill Maher is doing, in fact, he's pretty much said it, is he's saying, get your act together to beat this authoritarian regime that's looming. Uh, and the irony of all of this, that Bill Maher, remember, he was fired from politically correct. Um, incorrect. Politically incorrect. <laughs> He's never been um, the former. No. <laughs> after getting pressure for, uh, from people in the Bush administration, now former people in the Bush administration are saying he, he should run he should for run president. president. A few weeks ago, Fox News's Dana Perino, a former Bush press secretary, suggested that the Democrats should recruit me to run for president, which is kind of special because it means that in the space of 20 years, Bush press secretaries have gone from telling me I need to watch what I say... They need to, to watch what they say, watch what they do, and this is not a time for remarks like that. There never is. They've gone from that to wondering if I should run for president. It'll be interesting to see if Bill Maher is recruited to run for um, the presidency. Now, some people think this means I've changed. I assure you, I have not. I am still the same unmarried, childless, pot-smoking libertine I always was. I have many flaws, but you can't accuse me of maturing. <laughs> Let's get this straight. It's not me who's changed. It's the left who is now made up of a small contingent who've gone mental and a large contingent who refused to call them out for it. But I will. That's why I'm a hero at Fox these days. And, and you know what's really interesting about that is that he's saying now that I'm, uh, I'm a hero at Fox, he's not a fan of the, of the right by any means. No he stretch has of the great disdain. He's saying that he... Look, I mean, the fight now is you've got a progressive wing of the party that seems to be fighting with the moderate wing of the party. Bill Maher is part of the moderate wing. He thinks that's the only way to win the next election is to, to, to be left of center, but not that far left of center. And I think what he's saying is you listen to people who are further left and you're going to lose the election. It's incredible. He makes this perfect analogy where he says, look at look at Mary Cheney. Mary Cheney used to is the daughter of Dick Cheney, one of the arch conservative mm -hmm. architects of, of all the far right stuff. And he says, just by pointing out that Joe Biden won the election, she's this hero of the left because she's center right. You, you yeah. mean Liz Cheney. I'm sorry, Liz Cheney. Oh, sorry. I mean, Liz Cheney. Sorry. Wow, saying just by seeing Derek wrong is that felt great. So okay. good. Anyway, just by pointing oh, that out, me. though, he's, he's, <laughs> he's used to it. <laughs> but she's the mirror image of him, right? He is center left, and he's saying, I've become sort of this hero just by being centrist and pointing out the ridiculousness of God, the far it's so left. funny. You're right. And it's she like points the out Democrats, the, the, the Democrats right. love Liz Cheney and hate Bill Maher. This is worth <laughs> the looking glass. It's, he's like, this is crazy. It's really unbelievable. Yeah. Um, okay. There is so much going on this week. We will see you Wednesday, everybody. Bye, guys.